great future. We're talking real money. Well, let's see. It's Memorial Day weekend as we are recording this. So it's Memorial Day weekend. Hey, wait, recording this? We're live. As we're recording the podcast. We are live. Oh, okay. No, we're live. You're right. Yeah. We're live on the okay, radio. Mm. We're recording the podcast. I just wanted to, you know, the people who listen to the podcast next week are going to go, wait, it's not Memorial Day anymore. Uh, we're, it's Memorial Day weekend. And, and look out the window, Tom. What is it out there? I see an American flag flying. I see some green stuff. Is it a beautiful day in the neighborhood? It is a beautiful day. Yes, it's sunny and, I don't know, something in the 60s, I would imagine. Oh, man, almost balmy for the Seattle metro area. Darn near balmy for the month of May. This is a program we call Talking Real Money because no matter what is going on in the world, we know that you are dealing with money. We know that. You have to. It's the way of our lives as human beings. We have to deal with money, whether you like it or not. And that's why we're here to help you deal with it, particularly the confusing parts. And that a lot of that is the investing it for your future parts. We want you to call us if you have a question that involves investing or spending money or saving money or talking to your spouse about money or whatever it might be at 855-935-TALK, 855 855- Nine three five eighty two fifty five. We're here over the weekend, so you should be here too. And we were, we will do all we can to help you out. We promise. Even if you're a, a couple who is bickering over what to do with your money, and and apparently a lot of you do that. Uh, well, wait, I'm part of a couple. We've done that. Yeah, haven't we all? I mean, you know, because amazingly enough, uh, someone in your life may have a different opinion about how. You yeah. should spend your money, how you but, should but save their, your money. Sorry, you their opinion is wrong. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that makes it much easier yeah. then. We don't need to discuss this right. any further. Their opinion's wrong. Just, Mine's right, theirs is wrong. <laughs> the other thing I find about that is uh, generally as you're ma- – well, okay, let's step back. In Please most do. relationships, In most relationships, one party is sort of the person that's in charge of the money. In most. Now, your house is a little different because your wife – was a stockbroker too. My wife was never a stockbroker. Still so means I'm right. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> but the point is, there's a certain knowledge base I, I, that she. You know, has. I'm in really good shape because I know she's not going to listen. That's I'm just true. in really great shape. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I know my wife. Well, although she did listen last Saturday for the first yeah. time in like ever. Uh so in most households, one person sort of takes the lead, but not in everyone. There's a lot that, and we meet with a lot of couples where they say, nah, I really don't want to take this much risk, or nah, I don't want to pay out this much money, or nah, I don't believe this, et cetera. And then you're into this situation of disagreement. And by the way, most of the time the disagreement comes, guess when? Oh, when stock markets go down and people or, lose money. Or they're really they, high. Yeah, or they're really high. I yeah. mean, like, why aren't we making as much as, you know, Right, yeah. In a market like this, when you got all these people who are making a fortune in Bitcoin, so they yeah. played GameStop and made a bunch of money, you you know somebody in the relationship is probably going, honey, honey, you're in charge of the investing. Why haven't we made 375% this year? Yeah, and it has been a good year. We just looked at the number, uh, 100% stock portfolio up almost 21% in the first five months of the year. But out of this look, I mean, this is a, this is an, from an article in the Wall Street Journal. I find the numbers fascinating, Don, about how people are invested. Now, this is at Vanguard. Vanguard's look at the, the people that have invested with them. They manage about two hundred thirty-one billion in this uh, their personal advisor services. Um, these are retail clients. Yeah. Now, this is not their mutual fund clients. No, this is no, their no, advisory no, no. services. Yeah. 
Among those clients, though, between the ages of 65 and 74, 16%, that's getting close to 20, uh, have almost 100% of their money in stocks. You have, a fast, a fairly, you have a fascinating way of rounding. I'm rounding up. Okay, we could say, but I guess you could say lot, 15. Isn't it percent. a lot closer to 15 than it is no, Okay, we could go with 15. But then the other, on the other <laughs> half of it is, or more yeah. than half, 12% hold no stocks. And, you know, that's funny because that is absolutely, in both cases, pretty close to 100% wrong. Yeah. For most people, especially between the ages of 65 and 74, you have to have a really great tolerance for risk to be 100% in stocks because at some point you could wake up and your portfolio would be worth half as much as it was previously. And most people really don't know what their tolerance for risk is. And they don't know what their asset allocation is, I will argue, because I meet with many of you and you say, yeah, I think I'm about 50% in stocks. And then we run the numbers to find out, no, you're about 80%. You might have started out at 50, but guess what? The stocks went up a lot faster than the bonds did or the cash did. And so all of a sudden you're way out of balance. I guess the question is, and we could take this up on the other side of the break, is how to deal with it if you do have a disagreement because... Well, Dr. Phil, I think, is on two hours later, so we'd have to bring him in for really detail. No, 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 no. I don't. I think he will. He will be better at this than he will. I think we will because oh, we've dealt with people and money for a lot longer than Phil has, and there are ways you can get through this. It's important to talk about it at eight five five nine three five talk. Though, Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Welcome back to our little get-together called Talking Real Money, the show about your dough on the radio. We're talking about how couples can deal with the dilemma of disagreements about, well, about money, but more specifically about how to invest the money. Yeah, and I, and I have a tendency to be more aggressive than my spouse, but I'm more comfortable with the ups and downs of the market. I'm more familiar with it in many ways. And when I counsel people, I generally tell them, not to take more risk than they have to. In other words, why would you risk money you may need to make money you don't need? That does never made any sense to me, but that that's a personal preference. I get it. I mean, some people are going to say, I want to be richer than my neighbor. You're mm -hmm. not going to be richer than Jeff Bezos even before the divorce. But the thing do is, you guys, do people have like neighborhood uh, wealth comparison parties? <laughs> They, I know they do. I know they're looking. Oh, look at that guy. He's got a waterfall in his backyard. Uh, okay, that's your neighbor neighborhood. Does, I know. People come over and look at. Wow, and, what a great backyard. And the backyard. playhouse. Oh, that's not your yard. That playhouse next door. <laughs> that's a they mansion. That's palatial. <laughs> what a great backyard. Oh, that's not your backyard. Yeah, that's no. your neighbor's. Yeah, sorry, mine's just grass and a few trees. So it's not easy. I mean, this is always a difficult uh, topic. It's filled with landmines, and sometimes it does need an yeah. advisor to help. Well, and that's the thing. The Wall Street Journal says, well, how do you solve this problem? They give all this advice, this very psychological mumbo-jumbo-ish thing. Well, this is not complicated, folks. Really what it boils down to when a couple can't decide on how to invest, it boils down to risk. One member of the couple is less comfortable with risk than the other. Here is the world's simplest Solomon-like solution to the problem. Both of you, independent of the other, 
Go to TalkingRealMoney.com. Right? Got it? Take our risk quiz. R-I-S-Q-U-I-Z. Free. Free. Get your risk number. You'll get a, a, a report showing your risk tolerance and how it breaks down. Each of you get your risk number. Then sit down at the kitchen table, dining room table, living room table, whatever table you happen to have in your home, on the picnic table out back. I don't care which table. Just table a it. Table. Yeah, hang out at a table. Compare yep. your scores. Add them together. Divide by two. There that you gives you the household score, and that's, that's how it. much you should invest in That is exactly bonds. all there is okay. to it. It will give you the right allocation for your home. It'll be a little less aggressive than the aggressive person and a little more aggressive than the conservative person, but it's called compromise. And Remember that week, concept? Don, Don takes up how to bridge differences over how to spend your money, how to yeah. decide yeah. where to live. No, how, I, I mean all these other things. Actually, That's I'm, I'm going to go. Sa- I'm going to go stand in the rotunda at yeah. Congress, and I'm not going to break in. I'm going to walk in legally, and I'm going to work a deal. Please. All right, that was easy. There you go. I've solved Feel all the problems. A lot better. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. Give us a call. Hey Dave, thanks for calling. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi Dave. Hi. Got a question for you guys. I. Uh, have about eight hundred thousand in a in an account with a company that you guys are pretty familiar with, and uh, and then I have another couple hundred thousand in my four hundred one k. But we have this hundred thirty thousand dollars that we hadn't got it got into cash account basically, just a savings account. We were going to build a house with it, yeah. and uh, we were hanging along. And uh, um, now with the price of lumber and everything, that's that's going to go on hold. So yeah. okay. The wife, she's really conservative. I wanted to throw it in, uh, in some sort of a mutual fund oh, last Dave. year, but uh, here we yeah. are. <laughs> and uh, now it's going to be another year or two before we do something, and I'm, I'm falling behind in this simple interest account. <sighs> All right. See, here's the thing. Here's the dilemma that you're on the horns of this dilemma. Um, you're only going to, you're talking about using it in a year or two for that reason, you probably should defer to her way of uh, investing this. Not to mention the relationship hanging in the balance. That might not be a bad idea too. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to go out more than, you know, three, four or five years, then, you know, I have a different opinion, but if you're going one to two, you got to keep it relatively short term. And so, by the way, do you uh, the reason you're waiting is because of the price of lumber? Is it going to be coming down next year? I mean, I you know I don't know that. Well, it it can't. I mean, the price of plywood can't stay at seventy dollars a sheet. I mean, unless $70. unless there is, is a really what plywood seventy. <laughs> you're welcome yeah, to come to my house. We'll take down a couple of trees in the backyard. I got some hundred foot trees. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, that really is insane. But I guess, I mean, I, I'm always a believer in what the price is because I don't know. It may be twice that next year. I have no idea. But, um, so I'm with Don. I, then like a high yield savings account or something. You can yeah. Get high yield savings. Like that. Most aggressive, maybe a short term corporate bond fund at yeah. the most aggressive, but there you could lose a little, a little. Yeah. Probably not enough to scare your wife, but who wants a fight? Um, man. Stump the ba- I mean, there's really there aren't a lot of options, and you know, 
it's like, okay, inflation's going up and this is kind of, I'm kind of going the wrong way here in this, in this account. So I was just, I just wanted to get your guys idea on it. No, at this juncture, because it's short term, you got to keep your powder dry. Uh, interesting. You should bring up this topic though, because are you renting right now? No, no. Okay. So you own a house. Replacing a house. Yeah. Okay. Is there some reason why you want to replace the house you're currently in? Uh, it's a wobbly box. It's a wobbly box. <laughs> Would $130,000 fix the wobbly box? Take enough of the wobble out? Mm, nah, nah. It, it's, it, you're looking, I, you're I, looking I, to I step went, up. I've went around that bridge. I went around that bridge and, uh, I'm, I'm not yeah. in, I'm 59 years old. I, I don't want to remodel a whole, a mobile home. Oh, that rickety. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, but again, Tom's right. This market timing thing is difficult. And that's really what we're doing is we're saying, eh, prices are going to go down. Now, if I was a betting man, which I'm not, I would bet that prices are probably at some point going to go down. But, but, the, you know, there have been, there have been experts out there saying that, Interest rates have were going to rise since 2008, and it they, have to have to. They rise. finally started rising in 2021. It took that long. So if you're, <laughs> you're going to have to be patient with your market timing. But good luck. Yeah, go short term on your on your investments. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, either the the, uh, the high yield savings or the uh, as you know we favor the Vanguard short term investment grade bond fund, which is still yielding about two. But Don's right; it could. Go down a little. Now, bit. Oh, speaking of of high interest rates, though, and inflation, yes. uh, there is something that we have probably we should probably be mentioning more, and we're going to start mentioning it more on the show, and that is I savings bonds. There's a reason. Right now, they're paying three point four five percent, but the trick is you have to hold them for more than a year, and if you want all the interest. You have to hold them for more than five years. If you hold them for less than five years, more than one, you lose three months of interest. If you hold them for less than one, you get no interest. Yeah, they just take it away. And you can only put $10,000 per person. So of that 130, if you want to get 3.45%, possibly less three months interest, probably less three months interest at some point in the future, you could put 10000 each into I-bonds. You can get those through Treasury Direct. And we're going to start trying to talk more about those because for smaller amounts, these make sense. Tom and Don are talking real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And once again, our phone number here is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock. You are out there listening. We appreciate you being there. We hope that we can help you with a financial issue of some kind. And we really like helping you with financial issues before you find yourself so deep into them that extraction is often nigh on to impossible you know it's like financial quicksand we want to get you before you step into the quicksand not after you're halfway buried in it we can't pull you out 855-935-TALK give us a call or send your question in at talkingrealmoney.com you can type them or speak them this guy typed one which yeah it's timely um 
How's that? Well, it's this is for you. This one's for you. <laughs> oh, this, no, this, this sounds painful. This bud's for you, bud. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, see, uh-huh. here's the one thing. I don't keep up with the Washington State capital gains tax that's coming in 2022. Well, it's relatively new. It was only signed like a month ago. It's yeah. But, no, I'm just saying, I, I live in Florida, so I don't keep yeah. up with that kind of stuff. Yeah. So mm. I, I our resident expert on that is Tom. Mm. Yeah, so that's a problem on, right there. This is on your shoulders, dude. <laughs> oh, God. Hi, guys. Love the show. Can you confirm that the Washington State 2022 capital gains law exempts the sale of a home? It appears it does, but not sure. They're probably not sure because you said it didn't. Yeah, I think I, I, I messed up on this program. I'm going to issue my mea culpa right now because I, I believe I said a week ago, and I think, think I even called somebody back who missed the yes, show. Yes, you did. <laughs> uh, good, yeah, and told them, yeah, you're going to have to pay capital gains uh-huh. tax on that home sale. No, yeah. it's, uh, it does not. Property, most property. Now, I don't know about commercial and all the rest of that. But it, I Your believe, home, I believe it's a home, home exemption. is yes. exempted. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about that. It's really more, and by the way, the law is more designed for people that sell like huge amounts of stock, right? Because remember, you get a $250,000 exemption. Mm-hmm. So it'd have to be a big sale anyway of something or company types of companies. It's, you could it's sell sort of the could, Bill yeah, Gates so. tax. Yeah. Because when they, when they split up those assets, he's going to be uh, paying a big chunk of those in, in 2022. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Um, so anyway, my apologies. And yes, I was incorrect about that. And now we can, I think, almost for sure say you do not have to pay the 7% capital gains tax in the great state of Washington starting next January on a home sale. Is that enough? And, sure. And for those of okay. you uh, not not from ancient Rome or in the medical or legal profession, Tom's mea culpa was actually, I am a sorry we're oh, saying okay. that. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> my daughter's uh, working on Latin. So no, you're you're. Out. Are you kidding me? No, she takes Latin. Yeah, she takes Latin at twelve, thirteen. Oh, that's right. She's, she took it at twelve too. I think she's, she's an a official couple, teenager. Taking it for, nothing yeah, like nothing like ago. the. Uh, do, do, are, are you planning a medical career for her? I'd like to legal or I'm medical? trying to convince her to trying to convince her to go to the academy because she's. Good student, but she's poo-pooing that. I show her top which one? Every night, Merchant Marine Academy. <laughs> I was thinking Air Force because we have kind of an Air Force tradition in this family. Well, but Colorado no, Springs, I think it's going to my hometown. Yeah, I know, yeah. not going to happen. Not going to happen. All she's right. not kind of scared to fly planes. I go, how do you know you haven't done it yet? How could you be scared? You haven't tried. <laughs> she's she's looking right now. She's just waving at me through the window. So she's not going to do it. I don't think. Okay. So. Well, anyway. you know, you could always just uh, you know strap some plywood. Oh wait, it's seventy dollars a sheet. I was going to say yeah, strap some plywood wings either. on her, toss her off the roof, see what happens. <laughs> can't even afford the plywood. <laughs> can't even afford Sorry. the plywood. <laughs> Darn it all. Dollars a sheet. Wow, that's crazy. It must be that really, really is. is that that is that the top grade like, like finished like plywood or something really three inch thick or something I mean that's that's I'd have to look it up yeah uh, well then we just hey Canadians Canadians cut down some more trees you got some trees ship some stuff over here they're probably holding it all at the border right now watching the prices go up eight five five nine three five talk give us a call eight five five nine three five eighty two fifty five we're here we're here for you on Saturdays on Como. Between noon and two Pacific time, three and five Eastern time. You can listen to us anywhere in the world, though, online. And we're also here for you almost every day with a podcast 
And now and you can walk in your house. You can just say, listen to Talking Real Money live on Como. It'll pop right up. Right. right. Or you can say, listen to yeah. the Talking Real Money podcast, and it'll pop right yep. up. And right. Uh, and also now we're we're doing at least, if all the technical aspects go well, two video podcasts a week. Ooh, because uh, you really had to see us. It's not just enough to hear did, Yeah, us. I don't know why. Hey, we got 211 YouTube subscribers now. Oh, man, we're killing yeah, it. We're Keep we're it going, brother. Talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry. We can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For a really great future, we're talking real money. I did my finest speed reading during the break because somebody was kind enough to actually send a copy of the Washington State legislation instituting the sales tax in 2022 or the capital gains tax in 2022. Yeah, capital gains. Capital seven, gains. 7%. 7%. Yep. Here's the yep. deal I am reading mm. right from section six. Yes. Exemptions. This is what the title of the section is. Exemptions. All real estate transferred by deed, real estate contract, judgment, or other lawful instruments that transfer title to real property and are filed as a public record within the counties where the real property is located. Bing. That's it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I was just trying to think that through. I mean, all real estate, commercial real estate, all real estate. Takes it all in. Okay. Oh, all good. real estate. Well, it even includes, if you're selling a business, the portion of that business that is attributable to real estate appreciation is excluded. Coming up tomorrow on CPAs Today, Don McDonald takes apart the new estate planning got. No, I could never be a CPA. And if I was a lawyer, it would make my head spin reading this kind of stuff all the time. But I do it. I do it. It is slightly be- off tilt right now. I do it because I care about you. Yeah, that's very kind. I, so just, no, you, you do it because you want to say I was wrong like 18 times. Of course I 10. do. Of course I do. Of course <laughs> I wrong, do. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Real wrong. estate yeah, okay. is not yeah. included in any way, shape, manner, or form. I think we've now mentioned that like 15 times. And in the last Tom 10 apologizes. Minutes. He's apologizing over profusely. And over and he over is, again. He is down on his knees with his hands clasped in front of him, begging, begging. <laughs> for your forgiveness. For your forgiveness. Well, speaking good of news for people. Speaking yeah. of real estate, mm. there has been a lot of discussion lately. We talked about it on the show about home ownership in America. Versus home rentership. It used to be that it was the ironclad duty, practically, of every American to buy a piece of real estate and watch it appreciate like crazy because we've had inflation since World War II. So people forgot what deflation looked like in the real estate environment. Uh, so we've had it forever. But is it better to rent or to buy your own? It depends. He's not going to go. He's not going to go out on a limb. He's not going to go out on a limb for anything. Uh, if I there's mean, one thing, uh, that, you know, I've known Tom for um, for a really, really, really long time. No, over, come on, give the year. Give the, over give the actual years, number of years. Over thirty years. Okay. Thirty. Oh, sorry, yeah. Okay. 
two, three, thirty-two, thirty-four. No, 34 it's not not thirty. No, thirty-three, thirty-three, nineteen eighty-eight, eighty-nine. I didn't know it was eighty-nine. Because it was in the winter, it was in '89. Because I started the show in '88, in July of '88, and it was ah, in like close. January or February. Okay, '89. So thirty-two years. Thirty-two yeah, years. Right. I've known Tom for thirty-two years, and I can tell it's you the one long, thing, dark years. The one yes. thing, and I guarantee you, his wife will agree with this. His children will agree. The one thing he doesn't like doing is apologizing. So you got you guys oh, really. Okay. All right. uh, so okay, well let's go in all seriousness. <laughs> renting or buying? Renting or no, buying? That's fine. You I weren't going to go out on a limb on it, so no, I was just. I, I actually, actually, I will. Uh, because fascinatingly enough, this it came up recently with a client who's moving, and um, they're trying to decide whether they should rent or buy, and they're moving to somewhere temporarily. And I always think anything less than five years to buy is. A bad idea because prices could do a lot of different things in a short period of time. Part two, I think people buy for the wrong reasons. We've talked about this. I think people are buying homes because they've gone up a lot, right? The same reason they're buying Tesla Mm -hmm. because it's gone up a lot. Um, Realistically, uh, Professor Schiller has looked at all this over the last hundred years and the actual growth in real estate, the real rate of return is like 0.2, the real rate when you take out inflation. So it's just a little, and this is coast to coast. I get it. Don't call me and tell me how your home has gone up 20% a year for the last five years because I hope it works out. So, and we went online and looked at some calculators and wow, it was kind of shocking to see that in most cases, it really makes sense to rent rather than buy when it comes to the financial part. And it's particularly true in that less than five year period. In almost every case, if you're going to be there less than five years, renting is a better idea than buying. Tom and Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. I want to thank Don for making my mm-hmm. holiday reading so exciting. For You just sent me the capital gains bill. I Hey. Something to look forward to the rest of this long holiday it's gonna weekend. Be, really I'm, it. I'm telling you, lounging in the backyard on Monday, <laughs> reading the capital gains tax law is my grandson just on my knee riveting. Here, well, no, that. read it aloud. Read it oh, aloud. Yeah, you'll love that. No, bedtime story. That's it. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think you'll like the Lego. It'll be, it'll be okay. this. <laughs> there you go. Right out. Uh, uh, hey, 855-935-TALK is our phone number here on Talking Real Money and Dennis, it's now your turn. Welcome to the show. Well, hey, uh, thank you so much, gentlemen. You've been a, a, a mainstay, I would like to say, at KOMO. I'm a Washingtonian. I've listened to you folks, uh, and uh, it's just not only you two. It's the people that are pushing the buttons behind the scene. And I talked to a lovely lady uh, just before I, I came on. I have a We have the finest box. button pushers ever. You yeah. definitely do. Do. Uh, These index uh, fingers Don, are good. <laughs> Don and Tom, and I think Don's the gentleman here in the state of Washington, and Tom, you're in Florida, but God Reverse both that. of you. Okay, okay, Tom and Don. <laughs> I'll move if you want. I'll get out of here. Hey, no, 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 no. Both of you gentlemen offer so much. I am very uh, lucky to have from an estate, uh, from 1952 to present, uh, 1.33 acres in Snohomish County. And it 
uh, you were talking, the uh, property does, doesn't go up much, but when you go over that era, it does. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, gentlemen, could you give me some advice? Uh, I'm thinking, well, maybe it's a good time to uh, let the developers come or someone that wants, uh, because, my goodness, if you've got that huge of a uh, property, um It'd be nice for somebody to be stingy to have it, but more than likely, maybe there's more money if a developer comes in there. And I thank you for the question, sirs. Right now, particularly now. Sell. Yeah, because right now with real estate prices uh, for homes as high as they are, developers now are coming out of the woodwork. And I don't know uh, as much about... Bad pun? Well, yeah. I, I, I look around here in Florida... Where you any idiot can develop any but any land anywhere for any reason and not pay Ouch. anything, you know it's yeah. like ridiculous. But I'm watching houses and apartments go up like mad. It is frenetic. I would imagine yeah, something is, similar is happening there. Housing. Oh no, question. So yes, people are looking for places to build. So Dennis, yes, if this is zoned for multifamily, I mean one point three acres. I don't know how many they how many homes it get on attractive that size but yeah i think it's a good time to sell and by the way i want to go back to something you referred to you said well real estate doesn't make any money that's not what i said i said real estate makes just a little bit more than inflation remember when you look at stocks that would be expecting a real rate of return to make between six and seven percent a year that's after inflation bonds you know maybe two or three percent and real estate just half a percent uh, that's in the long haul right there are these extraordinary short periods both up and down because we've been up now but we were down a decade ago and so i would be willing to, to bet dennis that if you went back and looked at what that land was worth in 1952 and you took that amount and you just put it into a, a, a globally diversified portfolio of stocks if you could have then let's just say a u.s diversified portfolio of stocks my guess is it would be worth more than the land is worth, even though you did well with the land. And the other thing about land is it is horribly illiquid, horribly illiquid. Um, and, and there are rare periods in which it, 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 it gives you big, big returns. So you want it to, you, the, land becomes more of a market timing kind of a vehicle too, because of its inability to create income. Unless you're and your it. time is, and, and I agree, your time is good to do that today if you've been reading there's not very many homes for sale a lot of people looking to build them and sell them so yes i think this would be a great time to make that sale i don't know anything about your personal life in terms of no but no, i, I got cash you, needs taxes, if i had cetera, a piece so. of land that was in the path of development and then you know is moving my way i i yeah. would be i would be looking into unloading that uh particularly if it's in a an attractive area for development so yes we Good concur. question. We concur. And then diversify. Then once you get the money, determine what you need that money to do for you going forward. Find out what kind of risk you can stand taking. Figure out what risk you need to take to do the things you need it to do. And then create a portfolio from there that will take care of you for life without having to worry about what real estate prices are doing. Yeah, I, I guess the other, yeah, the other, that I think that raises a good point is, um, not just the liquidity, but the price of real estate. It has gone up an awful lot. I always love selling things that have gone up an awful lot because <laughs> there can be another side to that mountain oftentimes. So, and, and, and in Washington, you, even if it's next year, you won't pay a capital gains tax. 
That's right. So, yeah, I, I think that's a good call. Hit it. All right. Wait, what? No, I'm saying whoever's doing the finger pushing today, whether it's oh. Kelly or... <laughs> I was going to say, what are we supposed to hit? Uh, 855-935-TALK is our phone number, 855-935-8255. This has been a, a heavy-duty real estate segment, this portion of the of this Well, I mean, real estate is uh, a growing import. I mean, both for people trying to enter the market and for people who are thinking of exiting it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got to tell you, I, uh, I, I don't talk to me about my house not being on the market yet. I already know. And don't talk to me about my brother's place up in the San Juans. I got a lot of that was you unhappy. That, yeah, that was yeah, you, that was by me. the way. That was that, on me. That was I know. All and your kind of unhappy that I did that to him. Oh wow! I'm just looking at this capital gains tax bill. It passed by <laughs> yeah. one vote. Yeah, no, it was very close. One vote. Yes, wow. in a very split legislature. 25-24. And, of course, this is, by the way, we need I, to mention what? that people already know this. It's already been challenged in court, right, because people are saying this is a state income tax. Mm-hmm. You can't have a state income tax in the great state of Washington. So we'll see. Maybe The can may be cooked down the road. And I did read through the bill my speed reading effort, and, and it, it does have a, a a decent purpose. The The use of the money is for it's all going to education, according to the bill. So. That's a good thing. Hey, Bob, you've got about a, we got about two minutes. Welcome to Talking yep, Real it, Money. Bob. Hey, you guys, can you hear me? Yes. What's up? Yes. Hey, quick question. Uh, following you guys for years, gave me great advice about seeking out a fiduciary advisor. But recently, my fiduciary advisor revealed to me that he's an independent contractor, uh, even though I always assumed that the companies that he worked with, he was an employee. Is this something that I should be nervous about? Because I got to be honest with you, I am nervous about it. That's unusual. That's unusual. Yeah. Um, are, are, it, the companies, it's interesting that you use that term because most truly fiduciary advisors work for one registered investment advisory firm. When you said companies, it sounds like he's working with a RIA firm and with a broker dealer. Is that correct? Do you want to give us do you want to give us uh, the names of the no, companies? No, I'll give you a little more detail. So originally when uh, you know when I listened to you about four or five years ago and you you know I, I actually contacted you about this. He was working for a company that was that falled under into your you know underneath your website like fiduciary advisors in the state of Washington. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then he did, then he moved to a different organization. So when I say companies, uh-huh. I meant two different organizations. Okay. And, he uh, was he was employed by one of the companies that that we list as ones that we think might be of uh, of higher quality. Um, you know what you could do to tell you what send us a note with the 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 name of the firm for which he works now, and I'll I'll, I'll do a little research. Uh, and see what I can find about them. I'm pretty good at researching these companies. Thanks for the call. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And if you're one of those couples that can't agree on how to manage your uh, your money, you know, one of you is aggressive, one of you is conservative, and you don't like my splitting the baby concept, 
uh, maybe you could use a little help. That's why we offer our advisors as counselors to you for free for nothing with no obligation and no sales pitch. Yeah, we'll sit down with you. We'll talk about what your asset allocation. We'll talk about what your risk is. We'll talk about your goals. Put together a little plan for you. We do the first hour, just or hour and a half, absolutely free. As Don said, no. Oh, wow, cost, you're no stretching out to an hour and a half. Hour and forty five minutes. Oh, no oh. capital gains tax on any real estate sales. So, I mean, it's a good opportunity to find out where you are, where you're headed, and uh, how to do it a little bit better. I'll put it that way. And it's really easy to set up an appointment. Really, it's so easy. You don't even have to call somebody. A lot of people don't like calling anymore. Just go to. Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now? 